Welcome, friends, to Mind Your Own Retirement, the podcast of Your Life Choices, the website, the e-newsletters. If you are not a member, then you should be. It doesn't cost anything, and there's a wealth of information on Your Life Choices. But this is the podcast of Mind Your Own Retirement with me, John Deeks, and the publisher for the first time in 2020, a happy new year to Kay Fallick. And to you, John. How was your New Year's Eve? Wild. Well, it, it always is at the Fallick household. No, we weren't there. We went down to the golf club at Flinders. Oh, beautiful. Where we go with our friends John and Geraldine. John cooks chilli mussels. Ooh. There is French champagne. Of course there is. And a lot of fun. Do you have any news resolutions? I do. Go on. Apart from riding a bike. To not learn how to ride a bike. You are going to learn how to ride <laughs> And change a tyre. To not learn how to change a tyre. Did you know, tire? everybody, that Kay does not know how to ride a bike? I think we do know this, John. And we it, spoke it to your dear friend last year. Michelle. And yes. uh, Michelle, who's, uh, who's a super cyclist, she's going to yep. teach you how to uh, go tandem. You and I could go tandem. Do you want to be at the front or the back? <laughs> Thank you. But no. Oh, and I hope you change a tyre. Do you, do you know my mother listens to this podcast? Well, the, the, She does not want me does on she a bike. Know, does she know how to ride a bike? <laughs> she does, but well, she said no when I was five. And at my age, I don't think she no. wants me to try. See, that's the trouble now because my son has got one of those skateboards that have got little motors on them and they go like the clappers. They really move. And I'm too frightened to fall over now because I know yeah, it's going uh, to hurt. Yeah, me too. It's I'm going, going to break a to bone. I'm going to break a bone. I I, won't do that. I don't want to do that. No. What about skydiving in 2020? You and me, do you want to be strapped to a man jumping out of an aeroplane? No. Which part? (laughs) The plane. Oh, yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Out of a helicopter. but A bungee jump in New Zealand. Get Delabosca (laughs) to organise it. Oh, for goodness sake. But someone who's in the room is oh. going to talk to us about not breaking bones. <laughs> Woohoo! Are we talking about Troy Waite? I think we are. Welcome to you, Troy. <laughs> Say hello and then I'll explain who you are. Oh, Happy New Year and it's a pleasure to be here. And now, Troy Waite is, let me get some of this and you can fill in the blanks, the Regional Manager, Customer Value and Development, looks after APRs. I do a lot of AP. This program brought to you by APIA. You do it so well. Regionals branch network across Australia, passionate about providing quality customer service experiences and recently celebrated his 50th anniversary, oh, sorry, 20th anniversary working with APIA. You must be doing something right, son. Thank you very much. Oh, I I hope I am, but uh, I can tell you it's it's a brand that I just love. Well, the, that, that was a big rap, but in, you know, 10 words or less, what does it you really do? I look after the APA regional branches right around Australia, and we've got 16 of them. Okay. Well, look, um, we're going to ask you to be with us for the first half of this podcast because we need to know more about you and APA and how it can help our our wonderful uh, friends who are part of Your Life Choices. But Kay Fallick, I want to talk to you right now about a new survey, Retirement Income Review. Explain to me what this is and why in 2020 it's important. Well, in a nutshell, John, we ran this survey at the end of last year and it's because the federal government is having a review into retirement income. So we've talked about this along the way. But because Your Life Choices will put a submission into the review, we felt it was important someone 
actually said what real retirees think. Now, look, can I just say that last year, I'm sure you had some influence in that robo-debt we uh, talked about it a lot. We talked a lot, a lot yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that uh, Your yeah. Life Choices did actually have a fair influence in part of the steam that got behind the change of government's policy. A, a, awareness that it wasn't working. Um, I think most of the heavy lifting really was done by pro bono lawyers mm. who understood the mechanics of the thing, but it was a point of law, interestingly, mm. which said yes. the onus of proof was not on Me. the it's individual, on yep. but it was on the person claiming that you had that debt. It's a very interesting point. So this now, your new, uh, dare I say, hobby horse, but uh, this now <laughs> re- re- review that My you'll topic. be... Su- your topic. <laughs> Expand on that, please. Okay, so the federal government is calling for submissions, reviewing retirement income, uh, talking to three pillars. What are the three pillars of retirement income, according to the federal government? It's the age pension superannuation private savings slash including the house. Now, here's the big deal. Here's the really big deal. When we asked our members questions on this, we got 5,000 responses to 51 questions. So we went pretty deep. But we said there are four pillars of retirement income, not three. We said the house is a separate pillar. And we said to our members, which pillar is the most important? House. The house. Yep. So you're not surprised, but I'm surprised that it wasn't split out in the review. Mm. Why is it buried under private savings mm. when it really is the main plank of most people's retirements? Well, you've got the uh, statistical proof now we in your have. survey. Troy, feel free to come in on any of this as well, please, if no you would like to contribute. So I I think the other really big takeout was the point of the review was to ensure Australians are fully supported by the Australian retirement income system. And when we said to our members, because we asked the, the plain questions, do you feel fully supported by the Australian retirement income system? Have a guess. I would say 20% said yes, 80% said no. <laughs> no. Well, 31 said yes and 69 mm. said no. Now, here's the numbers. How many are on a full or part pension? About 70. Mm. How many are self-funded? About 30. Mm. Is there a correlation? I think so. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, look, I was just going to say as well, that it looks like there is a correlation there with those with those numbers and it's probably something that we see even in our line of work and branch network, the self-funded retirees versus the, the non-self-funded mm. retirees and pensioners and, and just... It's a different retirement, it, Troy. It is. It, it is. Yeah. What was another question you had? Uh, so what else we looked at was uh, what's not working. So if if you don't feel supported, what is not working for you? Mm. And, I mean, look, we got so many um, sort of uh, anecdotal responses, but generally people said 
Centrelink doesn't work. We can talk to Hank about mm. this because I think we need to. We mm. need to talk, he, Hank. He, and Hank l- likes to get the feedback. He, he, he's very straight on this. Um, the age pension doesn't work and a lot of people feel it's simply too low. And uh, the rules of retirement are too complicated Complex, yeah. and they keep changing. So it's multifaceted mm. um, but it's not working for 70% of people. Troy? Yeah, well, look, I've, I've got a mother who's probably in this position and, and you know, I know that we've recently had to navigate around or, or for me to help her navigate around some of these things and... You're seeing it firsthand. I'm seeing it firsthand, so... I've... It's a hard role, Troy, to help a parent... Because, you know, we're, we're all adults and we like to make our own decisions. And I think sometimes as an adult child, you're asked for help and you can suggest a lot and then you get it all knocked back because something else happens. And you just have to really kind of grow up, don't you, and, and just keep yes. trying to help. Yeah. Yep, yeah, agreed. So you've got all this information... We have. When, when will you be making your submissions to government? They have to be made by the 3rd of February and we're very serious about this. So we've got a few people... Are you going people. to Canberra for the, with us or...? Um, I think... Because you've made a few trips up there and yeah, <laughs> banged I think, on a few doors. I, I think that we might be part of a few people making a submission, watch this space. So right. I think we're looking... At a launch. Are we able to see the results of this uh, yet on uh, Your Life Choices website? Not until we've made our submission, okay. but we have shared this research with people who are serious in the space, who want to make a submission mm. and want real people feedback. Yeah, absolutely. So, and to us, it's so important not to be love a think tank, but some think tanks think a lot and they think what retirees want, and we're more interested in what real people tell us. Were you surprised at, just say again, how many respondents you had to your survey? I was just over 5,000. 5,000 people answered 50 questions. Now, that is a lot of information. I know, I know. I mean, statistically, you normally have to get about 1,700 for it That is a lot of information. Yeah. That is amazing. Um... Is there any way that uh, that sort of information can be of assistance to to you? And will APA be working with government or working towards helping and changing policies? Or well, I think it's I think that sort of information your dialogue is, with the government. That sort of information is something that I think we'd find as as gold in and just even better trying to understand our mm. our customers and uh, you know and, and and the challenges they go through we, we get some of that firsthand as I've said in our branch network but um, but 5,000 respondents to 50 odd questions that's that's amazing well, that's... we are doing a lot of work with APA this year in in partnership and part of our partnership is sharing our findings so certainly there's a lot of good people in the company who now um, the the other voice you're hearing is uh, Troy Waite who's the regional manager customer value and development uh, looking at uh, APA's regional branches now um, specifically out in the regional areas how do you find that that uh, that the differences between what you encounter in regional areas to those in the city um, I think the, the the sort of things that 
our team get or the comments you know they get in, in dealing with our customers are probably the services that are available to them the the healthcare um, you know those sorts of things that probably our our city customers mm. um, have more access to um, it, it seems to be a common theme around that that we hear um, and and our branch network tends to get customers that are a, a little bit older um, you know. 70, well, you're, 70 you're, plus. You're there, you're there for older yeah. Australians. I know that. I, I think interestingly we take for granted if you have a health crisis in the city, you can get to the ho- the hotel, excuse me, the hospital, um, your family can go with you and so on. And I know recently a, a cancer centre was set up in Warrnambool in regional Victoria because people were travelling for hours upon hours to get regular cancer treatment, mm. which when you know you've got that problem, you, you have down and out enough with, without adding the financial hardship, the time, mm. and being alone if your family can't mm. join you. It's tough. Oh, I was just going to say the, the, that, that component of family connections locally where, where people live especially regionally, mm. uh, a lot of their family do live in the cities or away from where our, our, yeah, where our customers live regionally. So that's that's another challenge to yeah. go through that themselves yeah. um, uh, that, that we certainly hear about. 